following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Oh, I love that music. It's so bouncy. (laughs) Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab for April 29th, 2021. Uh, It's amazing we're (laughs) almost done with April already. Um, My name is Sean Thiel. I am ACBO's Executive Director. And um, we're going to talk about a couple of things. Um, If Well, some people that already have my information um, just kind of generally throw topic ideas at me. And if I cover those, um, I'll try to cover those if I can. um, And please continue to do that. If anyone is doesn't doesn't have my normal contact information and would like to provide topic ideas, possible topic ideas for the show, please email community at acb.org and put technology learning lab in the subject line. And uh, Cindy has agreed to forward those to me and several people have done that and the show has been better for it. So um, if you have something um, that you would like to cover, please go ahead and just give me the suggestion. I can't promise I will cover everything. Some things take a little bit of pre-planning. So I, I, you know, I can't promise I'll get to your idea uh, right away and some of them may not be possible, but we will, uh, I will do what I can. Um, So tonight we're going to talk about, um, we are going to talk about uh, voice stream reader. Um, We're going to talk, actually, first we're going to talk about iOS 14.5, which came out on either Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. Um, We'll talk about what's new. We'll talk about some of the things that have been fixed. I haven't found anything broken yet. Um, I, I think Applevis may have found uh, something broken, but it's always a good idea to check that. Um, if you're me, you check it multiple times a day because you're, <laughs> you're silly. But um, I, so that's kind of how I've been keeping up with what's new and I'll go over that. And then we will, uh, we will talk about voice stream reader and we will um, answer. Did you, uh, and I have uh Jason Castigui streaming for me, and I have Danette hosting. Did you say we already had a hand? We do. We do? Okay. Why don't we see what question that person has? Okay. Kim, you can unmute. I apologize um, for, I feel like I'm interrupting, but I, I attempted to get into another call, and I couldn't get in, and it just said waiting, and I tried three times and it kept saying waiting. And this is the second time this has happened. And I was just curious to know if it's something I'm doing or not doing. Well, there's a couple of there's a couple of things. If it says waiting for the host to start the meeting, that means that you're there and they haven't they haven't actually opened the meeting floor yet. Um, so it could just be that 
the the because the way that many but not all Zoom meetings are set up is that the um, the meeting can't happen until the host actually gets in and opens up the room and makes it possible. So it could be that you're just a little early and they haven't joined the meeting yet. You can you can usually continue to wait, and when the meeting is when they start the meeting, you'll be put into it. Um, some of them also have a waiting room where it'll say, please wait, the meeting host will let you in soon. That's not what uh, Zoom ACB tends to do, but other organizations do that sometimes. Um, so sometimes you just need to hang around and see if it happens. Um, it's probably not anything you're doing. It just says waiting. I, I do. I have experienced the other the other things you talked oh, about. Oh, it just says uh, waiting, and it, it just says waiting. Yeah, and then it says join a meeting at the bottom and start a meeting at the top. You know, mm, that's odd. Um, and it's the second time. Like I said, it's the second time it's happened. I was just trying what to get meeting. Into, were you want to get into this? The one that's on right now, the CCLVI chat. Oh, it's not this one. Yeah, no, but it, came I, on it could at the be same that. Okay, well, it could be that they just started. They got may have gotten started a little bit late. I don't know. Um, sometimes a wrong meeting ID goes out, so you might, if you're on the daily email list, you might check and see if there was a last minute correction come through. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that that doesn't generally happen too much. So sorry to hear that. Well, thanks, Sean, and thank. No sorry, I interrupted. No, that's okay. It's that's a good, good. question. Mm-hmm. Zoom does confusing things for all of us, so <laughs> it's okay if that's the what we what we want to talk what we need to talk about. That's fine. So iOS fourteen point five um, is an update that I have been waiting have been waiting for for quite a while. Um, and um, if you have an Apple Watch and you have an iPhone or with Face ID, or actually there are some iPads also that have Face ID. But if you have an Apple Watch and you have Face ID, this is the update you want because um, you have the option and it's not on by default and, and there's a reason for it, but you have the option of setting it such that if your Apple Watch is connected to your, near, to your phone and you've got a passcode on both of them and you're wearing a face mask, you can set it so that it will recognize that and unlock. Now, there are some caveats that Apple points out when you try to turn on this feature. And let me go over those real quickly. So it does not recognize whether it is you with the face mask on. It recognizes that it's a face with a face mask on. So theoretically, somebody else could take your phone and unlock it. So you get a tap on your wrist and there's a button you can hit to lock your phone if that happens. If somebody else, for example, accidentally picks up your phone and their face mask unlocks it, you can um, hit the button and that will lock the phone immediately and then it will require the passcode be entered again for it to be unlocked. Um, if you're the kind of person that is, uh, if you're like me and you keep your phone in your pocket all the time because you know if you set it down somewhere, you'll lose it. If you're somebody who keeps your phone on you all the time, it'll be fine. It is something to be aware of, though, if you're the type of person who sets the phone down and then walks off and then wonders where it went to. Um, it's amazing how many of those people are sighted. <laughs> but uh, I know I, I I know of a couple. And um, so, but if if you're somebody who is is good at keeping a handle on your phone, um, this is a wonderful feature and. 
um, although it didn't work for me at first. Um, what I find is that I have to hold the phone a little bit further away from me and a little bit more intentionally than I do when I use Face ID normally without a mask on. So you may have to play with how you hold your phone, but it's really handy um, to not have to enter your pay, your passcode every time just because you're wearing a, a face mask. So um, if that is a setting that applies to you and you're interested in taking a look at it, you're going to go into settings and you're going to go into face ID and passcode. And then when you, when you choose that option, you'll be asked to enter your passcode. And if you, if you move by headings, there's a heading that says unlock with Apple watch. Your Apple watch also needs to be running iOS or I'm sorry, watch OS 7.4, which also came out around about the same time, Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday actually. And um, so you need to make sure that both those are as up-to-date as possible, and then that feature can work. So it was really handy. Um, no, it came out on, on uh, Monday because I was playing with it Tuesday when I was out going to the office. So um, it, it was really nice to be able to keep my mask on the entire time and do what I needed to do. So that's handy. Um, Siri also has in iOS 14.5, several, um, voices that are new. So in the past, we've always had, um, male and female voices, but now we actually have four voices and they are now numbered. Um, I am using the new Siri voice three. So what I will do is I will ask for the weather. What's the weather? It's currently cloudy and 59 degrees. Expect partly cloudy skies starting tonight. Temperatures will be fairly consistent, averaging about 57 degrees. So that's kind of a more African-American male sounding voice, but they just 19, 10. They just gave it a, a number. Um, and there is also a similar app see, store. Okay. Double tap to open. There is also a similar female version. Let me actually um, Braille screen input, one password, words. Let me turn my speech rate down a little bit. Speaking rate, 50, 40, 50%. That's not any slower than that. <laughs> Open Siri settings. Here are my settings. Settings. My information. My inf announce message. Announce calls. Siri responses. Siri voice. American voice three button. Variety heading. Now, when you first set up a new device with iOS 14.5, um, in addition to setting up Hey Siri, you will be asked to choose a voice that you want and you'll be given the four options. Oh, is there something else I can help with? No, goodbye. Take care. <laughs> I, I forgot it was going <laughs> to. Siri in search back button. That was funny. So when you use that magical word, um, Apart from using that, you'll be asked to choose which voice you want. Um, and these are American uh, male and female voices. And I think in some other countries, they've added some new ones too. Um, Variety, heading, selected, American, Australian, British, Indian, Irish, South African, voice, heading, voice one, selected, Hi, voice Siri. one. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. So that's the traditional, what we would think of as the male Siri voice. Voice two, speech off. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. 
and I'll just have her do something a little bit longer. What's the weather? It's currently cloudy and 59 degrees. Expect partly cloudy skies starting tonight. Temperatures will be fairly consistent, averaging about 57 degrees. Now when, and these can be used with voiceover, but they sound a little bit different when you, when you do that. Um, there is a feature called um, the neural text-to-speech engine, I think it's called. And um, what it does is when, when there are longer passages and when Siri reads them or when you use the speak screen feature, um, you'll get kind of the more natural version of that voice. Um, and speak screen is a feature we can look at um, as what we can look at as well, uh, potentially. I'm, that has also been demoed in, in other places, though. Uh, Jonathan Mosen did a really good demo on his Mosen at Large podcast. Um, the podcast app has also been redone in iOS 14.5. And in the next couple of weeks here, I'm going to um, look take a look at the new app because I've been told it's a lot easier to use. And I would like to show people how to access some of the ACB resources, including possibly if they want to hear past episodes of me, um, that they can do that. But I, uh, I haven't yet looked into that. I have found that prior to this version, the podcast app has really been difficult for me to understand how to use. And I figure if it's difficult for me, it might be confusing for some other people too. But I've been told by somebody who had actually been doing quite a bit of beta testing that this is much easier. So I will take a look into that. And that will be an upcoming um, speech that on. That will be an upcoming feature. And then we have um, speech off. So then we have the, the uh, African male voice that I showed you. And then we speech have on the voice three selected. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. Voice four selected. Hi, I'm Siri. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. I will voice three this one. selected. Hi, voice three. Choose the voice you'd like me to use. And it's it's got character. I will say it's kind of fun to to play with. And I'm not sure if I'm going to keep that uh, that particular voice, but that's cool. Um, one of the problems Absolutely. that was uh, has been around for quite a while now since iOS. Uh, 14.4 came out, and that also includes in the the 4.1 and 4.2 releases, um, applies to Braille display users. And that is that um, normally if you're in something like an iBook or in Kin, uh, I keep saying iBook, Apple calls it books now, <clears throat> excuse me, in book Apple Books or Kindle, um, what is supposed to happen is that you'll, if you are panning along the page and reading, the pages are supposed to automatically turn and you're supposed to be placed at the top of the next page and you just keep going and it's like the page never quite changed. Um, this was broken pretty severely though in those versions and um, you had to turn that feature off and manually um, change pages yourself. And uh, that is now working again. Um, what I'm not sure about is if we still have that problem in, uh, there's one publication in VoiceStream that is showing a word on each line, and I don't know why that is. I haven't tried that with another um, publication because I just was playing with that yesterday. So if you're a Braille display user and you've really been struggling with that, um, that issue has been fixed. I don't know if the Mantis issues have been fixed because there were some issues specific to the APH Mantis display. Um, I don't know if those are fixed. Apple Viz has not um, 
I don't think they mentioned one way or the other. So um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it has because I haven't heard a bunch of squawks about it not being fixed. So I'm hoping that means it's fixed, <laughs> but it, it's hard to tell. It's uh, it's the mind between these. So it's a little tricky to tell sometimes. And I mean that in the most loving way, but it's a little tricky to tell sometimes what's going on. And so we will leave it there. So there are probably other things that I'm not thinking Screen about dim. at this point. Thank you, phone. Um, but those are some big ish, big things that are new about um, iOS 13.5. And there will probably be more things that I think of, and I may have to interrupt myself along the way. Um, I do not generally like automatic updates. And the reason for that is that uh, some updates, if they have uh, significant problems, um, you may not know about them and you would get updated and then suddenly something that you rely on might break. Um, this would be particularly bad, for example, for um, Braille display users because um, as we say in Apple iOS accessibility land, sometimes Apple giveth and sometimes Apple taketh away. There are times when they have done something that breaks a particular feature or a particular application and uh, so it's it's good to try I, for that reason. And this is true with applications as well. Um, for that reason, I try to turn off automatic updates, uh, pay attention myself, and then install them when I'm ready. But I also kind of, there's also a part of me, I have to kind of install them um, pretty soon because if I don't, if I wait to install the update for two or three weeks, somebody's going to call me and say, I updated and it's not working. <laughs> so part of that is just me trying to stay up to date to help others stay up to stay up to date. Um, so part of that is my own, my own self. Let's review how to choose whether you get automatic updates, both for iOS itself and for the app so that you can make that decision yourself. So we're going to 1919 app store, double settings, settings, Syrian search back button, Syrians. So we're going to go to general announce messages, but had it Sean feel Apple personal hots notifications sounds and do not disturb screen time, general button about button software update button automatic updates off button. Download iOS updates off. Download iOS updates off. So if you choose this. On. Install iOS updates off. Double tap to toggle settings. So you can choose whether they, whether you want to have them downloaded, but then be told that they're downloaded and do you want to install them? Or if you choose both of these. On. Automatically install software updates overnight after they have been downloaded. You will receive a notification before updates are installed. Your iPhone must be charging and connected to Wi-Fi to complete the update. Okay, so uh, I prefer to just take care of that myself. I'm going to turn those. Be able Install to iOS off. updates off. Download iOS updates off. And every once in a while, Apple will change these on you. So when you have this, if you update, it's always a good idea to just do a double check that they haven't decided to re-enable this option. And for most people who are not accessibility users, having the phone auto-update automatically wouldn't necessarily be a problem. Um, it just is a problem for, <laughs> for us. Download um, iOS software up, software update, back software. 
So that's how you general back button. So that's how you can make sure that your iOS itself is not updating uh, when you don't intend for it to. Um, but the other thing you can do is if you want to choose um, what happens on the app side, general apps back automatically button. update themselves. What we have to do is we have to go to settings. General. Let's see if I can remember. What Software. This is. iPhone store. Background. Date and time. Keyboard button. No, it's not under general. Settings. Back button. About button. Settings. Back button. Double tap. Setting. Thank you. Settings. Heading. I swear I was double tapping on the screen, but it didn't. It didn't like it. So let's see. Bluetooth. Cellular. Personal notification. Sounds and do not disturb. Screen time. General. Control center, display and brightness, home screen, accessibility, wallpaper, Siri and search, face ID and emergency SOS, exposure notification, battery, privacy, app store button, wow, app store button. Yeah, it's under here. Automatic downloads, heading. There we go. Apps off. App updates off. Automatically download new purchases, including free made on other devices. So let's talk about these in turn. Apps off. Double tap to toggle settings. So if if you have this apps setting on, what this means is that let's say I find a fancy app and I download it on, on my phone. If I also have an iPad and in the iPad, if this setting about downloading apps automatically is set to on, any app that I buy on the phone or download will automatically show up on the iPad. This means that my iPad is a complete mess. <laughs> Because there are apps that really don't need to be on there, but I haven't, I, I just have not gone through and taken them off. Now, the good thing is it's a 128 gigabyte iPad, so it's not very likely to fill up in a hurry. And actually it, it has been, uh, it has been helpful, but it is something to be aware of, especially if you have a device where the storage space is only maybe 32 or 64 gigabytes, um, probably not an app, an option you want. Um, because then one of your device may be triggering the other one to download apps onto itself that you might not want there. App updates off. But app updates. Double tap to toggle setting. App updates is the one that I was talking about where um, you, if, if you have this off, which is preferable, then apps won't automatically update themselves. App updates are under the app store under account. And um, the quickest way to get there... 55%, 50% volume, audio ducking, punch sound, contain headings. Their headings is safe uh, on the rotor. So the quickest way to get to app updates Set. is if you find the app store icon on your home screen. I've probably covered this one a fair few times, but. Apps, app store, double tap to open. So if I do a triple tap with one finger, one, two, three. Search button. You get a context menu. Redeem button, updates button. App Store, Account, Heading. And then what I usually do is just touch near the middle of the screen or towards the bottom. Add funds to Apple ID, button. Okay. And I need to go a little further. Personalized, updated recently, heading, Clubhouse. So what you can also do uh, is you can do a three-finger swipe down when you're on the first item. Ref page one of 19. And it will refresh. Tom, today, see. send, get, redeem, add fun, personalized recommendation, available updates, heading. Update all eight button. Wow. Okay. That must have been pretty recent because I checked this morning. Um, I am not very comfortable with Clubhouse yet. Um, I am not 
going to be demonstrating that because I don't know uh, how that would work and I don't really want people streaming over the air that don't want to be and so we're just not going to go there right now. Um, I downloaded Clubhouse for a weekend a couple of weeks ago and thought, oh, this is neat. And then I just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> so, um, but now there, there, we knew before because it said updated recently. Um, at that time, there were no new updates. But just since this morning and now, by refreshing, I can see that there are at least eight new ones. Com today, up cash app today, duck duck go private, up music to ringtone. My Verizon, Terminology Dictionary, Twitter, WhatsApp Messenger. Okay, so um, just taking a look at those real quick. And, and what's unfortunate is a lot of app developers now don't even tell you what's new. Um, they just put the same thing every time. And uh, I, I don't particularly enjoy that. Um, so that, that does happen from time to time. Um, let's see if there are any questions. Um, and Jeanette, um, if you would like to let people know how nope, to do that. No hands are up. Okay. Let me see. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, before we had gotten started, one person actually did uh, ask me about answering the phone. And so I just wanted to do a little bit of review of some phone call related uh, things that are, are useful. Um, so if a call is coming in and you know you want to take it, you can double tap with two fingers. Um, and that will enable that will answer the call. Uh, the same gesture will also end the call when you're finished. If a call waiting call comes in, sometimes about 90% of the time, a two finger double tap will switch over to the new call, except when it decides not to. <laughs> There's no, sometimes it just doesn't. Um, it, it generally will most of the time. Um, now, one of the problems that happens and i i get stuck with by this too sometimes is with the um automated menus press one for english and enter your pin and all of that fun stuff so there's a couple of things to say here the first thing is if you have a bluetooth keyboard uh, and you happen to have it with you or if you know you're going to be making a call where you need to press lots of buttons you can just press the numbers on your bluetooth keyboard and actually enter those PIN numbers and that kind of thing. So if you know, for example, you're going to call your pharmacy and that they require that you type in numbers, oh, right. mm -hmm. um, you can push, you can use the numbers on your Bluetooth keyboard. Wow. Um, that is, I don't know how recent that is. I remember um, when I first started teaching the iPhone, probably in 2013, 2014, that was not possible. Um, it is now. And has been for quite a while, so it's it's quite handy. Um, if you don't have a Bluetooth keyboard, there's a couple of things. Sometimes what I find is that I'll be on a call and I'll be touching the keypad, and Voiceover will be just really quiet. And if you turn Voiceover off and on again with your uh, accessibility shortcut, assuming you're not using that for something else. Um, Sometimes turning voiceover off and on again will get voiceover back to a volume where you can hear it. Um, and then you can easily, you can more easily hear your, um, your touchtone keypad as you're going through. Um, secondly, uh, wearing earbuds or headphones of some kind helps um, make it a little bit easier because um, by default, what's going to happen is that when you take the iPhone away from your face, 
and hold it flat, it's going to go into speakerphone mode. Um, this is not how it works for sighted folks. Um, you can just, if you don't like this feature, you can turn it off. But then what happens is if you want speakerphone, you'll have to try and actually locate the icon to turn it on. But there are some cases that, that tend to, some telephone cases that cause it to um, have the proximity sensor to not work as you would, uh, as you would expect it to. Um, so that's, that's something to be aware of. And I've talked about before um, that sometimes different voices will be at different volumes compared to what you're, what you're listening to. So what I do is if I know I'm on a call where I'm going to be either typing numbers or if I'm trying to take notes while I'm talking to somebody, um, like if I'm doing paratransit trips, I will use the Fred voice because he is generally quieter than most other audio on the phone. And so that way I can still hear the person I'm talking to and um, also the, you know, the phone. So um, that's something that people, um, any, everybody Screen should dimmed. look and see um, if they, you know, everybody should always have a look at the different voices on your phone and see if there are other ones that you might like better. Some people just use the default kind of Samantha voice on the iPhone. You do have a hand raised now. Oh, okay. Joanne, you can unmute. Joanne, you're still muted. There you go. There you okay. go. Have fun when it doesn't want to. <clears throat> I, I must have turned the voice down. <laughs> okay. okay. Can you hear me better? We can. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I have a question. It's like a dream. I saw an app that came out and I don't know who it was dealing with third party information. And apparently it blocks any third parties from getting your <clears throat> or the apps getting recording, you know, where you go, what you do, but anybody I ask, nobody knows about it. Okay. So what that is supposed to do, there are some companies, um, Facebook is the biggest one, but there are others too, that what they do is when you're using them, they will send your, they will also provide some of their advertising partners and things like that with information about your use of their app. And so what Apple is doing is basically letting you know about that and giving you the opportunity to choose whether you want those third parties to be able to do that. Um, it's a feature I've only read about. I have not run into it yet um, myself, um, but that's my understanding is that is what it, how it is supposed to work. Um, okay. It's not a, a figment of your imagination uh, it would be interesting to know what app you, do you remember what app you were playing with when you saw that? No, no? it just, it just like appeared and explained uh -oh, Joanne, it was a new app. Go. Now, is it provided by Apple? Okay. Is it provided by Apple? Um, it's Apple letting you know about something that a developer uh, is doing, uh, but it is a feature of Apple to try and help, help things be, um, help you be more aware of the privacy practices of the services that you're using. Um, so I have not seen this. Um, okay. Well, I'm, if I see it again, I will definitely make a note of it. Yeah. That would be interesting. Although, um, cause I haven't downloaded any new apps since I really got the new version of the software. So I haven't run into it. Um, but I, I read about it and thought, Oh, well that's, that's cool. I yeah, mean, because I saw it before the update. Okay. So, uh, but I mean, it was just 
And it explained that it was, you know, for third party information that, that if you didn't want anybody to know where you were and what you were doing, you could use this app. Okay. But um, then as quick as it came up, it disappeared. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I would be interested if you can, if, if that replicates somehow, if you can, if, if that happens again, um, it would be interesting to know uh, and I'll keep an eye out for it. Okay. Um, to see if I, I, thought I, I thought I dreamt it, to be honest. No, with you, I, I don't think find I, it again. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> but I know, yeah, I know sometimes you're like, what did, what did I do to make this happen on the, you know? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just okay. wanted to make sure that I wasn't really going crazy. I know. I don't crazier. think so. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I think you're okay. okay. <clears throat> Thank you. I think you're okay. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about um, Voice Dream Reader. And unfortunately, I what I did was I deleted the application because I knew that my library is in iCloud on my and it's on my iPad. So I will be able to sync that over. But some of the voices that I've purchased are still here. Um, I don't remember. I want to say it was Acapella Heather is probably what the application came with. Um, Voice Dream can use any of the voices in iOS. And there are also a number of uh, voices from other companies, you know, your Acapella, Ivona, NeoSpeech, those guys um, that you can purchase for use in the application. Um, because Apple does not allow text-to-speech voices from other companies to be installed and used as part of the system, um, any self-voicing app that uses them has to allow a way to put them inside of itself. Um, so you have, so for example, you might have Acapella Heather in Voice Dream, and you may also have it in something like Blind Square because it also needs to speak. Um, so un- until Apple and we, I had been told, I, we had thought that uh, a while ago they were going to come up with a way that other companies could put text-to-speech voices and have them be used as part of iOS, but that has that is not the case at this point. So you can buy voices for for this uh, if you you additional ones you don't have to, um, but over the years I've uh, purchased a number of them and they're they're hanging around, and so I don't remember what the default uh, what the default voice is. Um, Voice Dream Reader is spelled voice, V-O-I-C-E space dream, D-R-E-A-M space reader, R-E-A-D-E-R. And there are three apps that are put out by the Voice Dream company, Reader, Writer, and Scanner. And uh, they also have like an educational bundle where you can you can basically buy all three at one time and you can save a little bit that way. Um, Voice Dream Scanner, even on its own, is about $5.99 or so. And it is the best um, text recognition app I've seen. Um, I have uh, just really been impressed with it. Um, seeing AI is free it is free and it may also do what you need i've just gotten so used to the way that voice dream scanner works that i've just i if i needed to read something that's what i tend to use and uh the the really cool thing is that if you have 
And actually, you might not even need to have the scanner app now. I think Voice Dream Reader will do this on its own. If you have a PDF file that is an image, it can basically um, OCR that image and read it to you. Um, so that's really cool. I think if I was correct in reading the release notes the other day that you can just download Reader and you might get that same functionality. Um, so it's a really it's a really good application for reading all kinds of material. Um, you can take and read books from Bookshare. You can read PDFs. You can put them in from Dropbox. You can put them in from iCloud. You can put in a Daisy audiobook or a Daisy book with text. I think it will, if a book has both, I think it will prefer the text version though. I don't know if there's a way to change it because um, there are some books, there are not many here in the States, but there are some books that have both text and audio in one Daisy package. And I don't remember how, um, I don't quite remember. I think it will prefer the textual version of the book. You can also, if you have a zip file with a whole boatload of MP3s in it, you can uh, put that in and it will just treat it as one giant book. Uh, so that's really handy. And you can adjust the speed of the audio as well. And you can put uh, bookmarks. Um, it has a lot of interesting features in it. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you, um, I, I'm going to show you voice dream reader with a particular voice and a, a publication that I think is pretty cool. So I'm going to 1939 open voice dream reader voice dream reader add button. So add is where I would go. If I wanted to add uh, the bookshare support in particular is really good. You sign in with your username and password and they've now made it so that you can uh, you can use your download history. You can filter the new books collection so that you only see English, which was not always the case. Um, so there's a lot of neat stuff in here. What I'm going to do is filter all items, edit button, search, search field, new personal power, the iOS edition, final two, Michael Fair. So this is about 21 hours, 47 minutes, 31 seconds, and it 0 will, completed. What it will do is UB format. Based on actions the, available, based on the voice that you're using and the speech rate that you're using, it will tell you how long it would take you to read the book. It will also tell you um, how far through the book you are and how so heading not much found. you have left. So let's go into new search, search new personal new add button library button. So this book is, as it says, personal power. Um, the, uh, for iOS. And this is a guide by Michael Fair, F-E-I-R. And um, this is a really, really, really comprehensive book about using iOS. I mean, and he goes into, you know, things like what is iCloud? Um, what does, uh, you know, really digging into Apple Music? He talks about voiceover. He does a lot. And I'm still learning things from this book. And um I, I find it really helpful. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to show you what the um, library button. I'm going to show you a little bit about what the screen looks like here. And we'll actually have um, one of the voices read a bit because I'll show you um, the Ivona voices have a feature that is really helpful. So I'm going to I double tapped on the book. This this button would take us back to the library document button. and. You know, the one, you know, the one piece of information I did forget. 
is I forgot to look up how much VoiceStream costs. And I know somebody's going to ask me, so I'm going to take a second and, <laughs> and look that up. And I'm going to talk about the website that I use to do that. Um, if Microsoft Edge would hurry up in background here. Come on. Come on. All right. So we're going to go to fnd.io. Experience the App Store and iTunes from anywhere, it says. And we're going to, and I, I'm just doing this with JAWS in the mixer here. Voice Dream Reader is, let's see. And the reason I have to do this is because if, you, if, if you've already bought an application before on your iOS device, you won't see the price. You'll just see the button to go and open it. And so Voice Dream is $19.99. So it's a little expensive. Um, but it's really, really useful. Um, I have bought it a number of years ago and it's very helpful. So controls button, audio settings button, adjustable swipe up or down to adjust speed, swipe up or down with one finger to adjust so the value. Sean is, is the voice dream scanner. Is that like that $19 no, a the month voice dream scanner? I believe let's go look. Good question. And it's a one time Oh, purchase. It's nineteen ninety nine, just one time. Okay. Um, let's see. Voice Dream Scanner. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's five dollars and ninety nine cents. So if you just want to take a picture of something and have it read to you, and that's all you want, then Voice Dream Scanner. You can buy that on its own, and okay. that's perfectly okay to do that. Um, Voice Dream Reader is if you if you really like books. Um, it, this is a really good app. So this is your audio settings and voice dream has a lot of these, uh, swipe up and down controls. If I were to use this right now, 208 words per minute, 188 words per minute. So it would adjust the speed of the voice that we play the book with. And we haven't quite got there yet. If we double tap on it though, that will allow us to choose which of the voices we would like to use. And we'll come, we can come back to that in a second. Visual settings button, add bookmark button. So there are a lot of different settings about how text is highlighted as it reads, what font is used. Um, this app is actually really good, not just for people who are blind, but people who have uh, learning disabilities. It's very popular in the education um, sector. It's really, uh, really useful. Previous item button, heading, table of contents, title, Personal power, next item, button. So you can, um, if you have more than one book, you can move between them that way. Text, table of contents, personal power, headings, bookmarks, and highlights, button. And that's where we're going to go in just a second. But um, the, the book actually does show on the screen, and you can, uh, you could use voiceover to read it if you wanted to. And um, for a while, at least, it was working really well with Braille displays. I don't know whether that's still the case. In this particular book, it's not. I hadn't had a chance to go grab another one to try it with. Select text, starting with table. Swipe up or down to move the selection by word, or swipe with three fingers to move by sentence. So, Double tap to proceed. So he has Button thought, he has put in a lot of thought into making it easy to select text if we go further down. Play, button, adjustable. Swipe up to rewind and swipe down to fast forward. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Navigation unit, 30 seconds, adjustable. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to... 60 seconds, sentence, paragraph, heading. I'm going to choose heading, and then I'm going to... Play button. Table of contents, acknowledgement, orientation. If you have an older iOS device, it may have a round concave button at the bottom of the touch screen. This is called the home button. Now, I love the Ivona voices because you can choose how much pause you want between sentences and paragraphs. I was reading a book uh, a while back. I was looking at a book called The Anxiety and Phobia Workbook, and it was giving me a whole lot of really technical information in just one big gigantic block, and I was having a hard time really absorbing the information, and I thought, hang on, there's got to be a setting in here. And on some of the voices from Ivona, there is a way to control how much pause is between sentences and paragraphs. And um, if I'm trying to learn something and I really want to comprehend it, this is actually what I prefer because it allows me time to think about the idea and absorb it before the next idea comes rushing at me. I don't know how many people have ever gotten that situation. And it's especially problematic with JAWS too, but uh, where you do a a read all and the text just keeps playing and playing and playing. And you're like, wait, I'm not, I, I've, I've got too much information. Um, so this is one of the many reasons I like this app because, and that, and particularly the voices from Ivona, it's only the Ivona voices that let you do that. Um, and I think the Ivona voices are maybe $5 each or something. So over time, you can end up with quite a collection of these if you just get them, you know, every once in a while. Navigation unit, heading, search, button. Now there, so you can actually choose. Play, select, headings, bookmarks and highlights, button, he locations, heading, close, button, basic voiceover gestures, level three, the rotor, level three, settings, level three, the app switcher, level three, obtaining further instructions. Level three, setting up your device. Level three, your iOS device and accessories. Level your iOS device and accessories. Choosing and examining your ticket to ride, perhaps. So there, so that is how you can get around, and you can get around books that are very complicated. I've seen books that have headings, you know, at levels four, five, six, um, and it will it will allow you to jump between those. So this this is a very useful app um, if even if you are not necessarily a heavy Bookshare user, but you want to have, because you can take files, like I said, from Dropbox, from iCloud Drive. Uh, you can find, um, I believe you can also um, share things from Safari. So if you find a really interesting article, you can have Safari put it into VoiceDream and it will read it for you. So there's a lot of different things you can do with this app. And I can, I could probably do an entire... Uh, show about it, except I think there's even things this app does that I don't uh, even use. Um, one of the settings that you can do is under document, and I'll show library document button. I'll show this one document heading close button export original file export all text. Hang on, it might be under controls. export high edit edit. Yep, it's under controls. document head close button. Wrong button. I always do library this. document controls button. Controls, heading, close, button, reading mode, button. Reading mode. Selected, stop at end of document, stop at end of sentence. So you can do that too. If you want to have it read a sentence and then hang on until you hit play for the next one, you can do that. Keep going to next document. 
Repeat document. Finger reading. I think finger reading is actually something that a sighted person could use to actually like, I don't know if they can put, if you can have it speak the word under your finger. I don't know exactly how that works, but the repeat document is, is actually in there partly because of, of me, because um, I like to have voice dream reader read things to me at night sometimes because it's not as dynamic as if a person is narrating. Um, so it's not, it's, you know, the volume of the voice is going to stay pretty, pretty similar, but I would always have to find a really, really, really long book. And so I wrote to the, to the guy who was a very nice guy named Winston Chen. And I wrote to him and I said, could we have a feature that repeats the doc, you know, that will read a document over again. And he said, well, he kind of said, well, why? And I explained to him my use case and apparently either he thought either he got my idea or some other people asked for it, but apparent, but it's here. So if you have a document that you want to have it just continually read, even if it reads it over and over again and you don't care, um, you can do that. If you really finger want to. repeat, keep going to next stop at end of sentence, repeat document. And I'm actually going to do that. Reading mode button, close button library button and i believe there is a sleep timer under here as well there's just so much in this application let's see if people have any questions again dan has a raised hand and it's 10 minutes till all right thank you dan you can unmute okay hi sean um okay in the in the uh in, in the uh in the uh reading in the app that you're in there now on um, could you demonstrate on the on the play button how to get it to rewind or fast forward I, that has never worked for me okay in voice dream what you're supposed to be able to do nine headings bookmark select text sliver like buttons found along play button adjustable what you're swipe supposed up to, to rewind to and swipe down to fast forward swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value sliver like buttons found along the edges processor and storage common aspects of ios devices processor and storage and flick up and then but you can choose how much you want so for example like we were on heading so we were moving from section to section navigation unit heading adjustable and the navigation Swipe. unit button is where you choose now you do have to make sure play button adjustable that describe images adjust value you do have to make sure that your rotor is on adjust value so if you're swiping up and down and it's speaking if it's like spelling letters or doing something else and you're on the play control you need to make sure that your rotor is on adjust value that could be the problem although that doesn't it doesn't usually it usually almost always goes to that that's the only reason i can think why that might not work Okay, rotor has to be an adjust value. On adjust value, yeah. You have to, and yeah, and so, and usually, and eventually you'll kind of learn play. a little bit, you know, how close play is play. to the bottom Button. of the screen. Adjustable. It's, pretty, it's pretty close. Um, eventually you can just learn to touch it and, and then, because um, it could be that you might also be, as you're in the process of swiping up or down, you could be touching something else without realizing it. So um, that's the only thing I can think of though. It's not a problem I've had for quite a long time. Okay, I'll try that. Thank you. Yeah, give that a try. See how it goes. And the other thing that's nice, too, is that um, you can set what you want your default rate to be for each voice. But also, if you are in a particular book and you adjust it faster or slower, it will remember that, okay, for personal power, you wanted it at 
this speed, but in, you know, the other book, you might, you know, you want it differently. And you can also set, if you change the voice in a particular book, it will remember that. So the next time that you go back into that book, it will automatically switch to the text-to-speech voice that you have. Select text. All right. Any other, do we have any other hands? No. Uh -uh. Okay. Let me real quick. Headings, bookmarks, and high library button. And... Now read settings, next item, but settings. So let me settings, heading, close button, cloud sync button, content sources button, manage my voices button, manage my voices heading. The good thing about voice dream is too, that if you, you don't have to put all of the voices that you want on it at one time. So if you have close English, gram, download, Heather. Download Laura. Download so button. So, for example, Joey is a voice that I use for certain fictions. So, if I go Raven up, download Kimberly, Kendra, Joey. Button. Oh, he's already here. Okay. Um, so sometimes, if you if there are voices that you don't use a lot, you can actually delete them as well. So, just because you bought something in the past, it will remember that, and you don't have to have them all on your phone at one time. So that's the other thing I like about it. So if you only use a particular voice for a certain type of fiction, let's say, uh, you can take it off until the next time you're, you know, the next time you want to read your Agatha Christie and you want the proper British voice to go along with it, um, you can put that on before you go and, and read that. Kendra, Joey, Button. Joey, by Ivana, English, United States. And in each voice you have set preferred button. You can set it as the one you want for every your preferred voice, so that any item you put in will be read that way. Uninstall button. Speed minimum one hundred and five, two hundred and five. Maximum six hundred ninety-five. Two hundred. Decrement. Increment. Volume minimum one. Default ninety-nine. Decrement button. So you can also adjust the volume of a particular voice too. Um, if, again, if you're trying to find a voice that you want to use to bore yourself to sleep with something, um, you can turn a particular voice down and you can say, you know what, this is only going to be the voice I use when I listen to things at night. Uh, you can do that. Increment. Sense point. Sentence pause. Minimum 0. 0.0.4 second. Maximum 3.0. And then again, for the voices for my Vona, you can change that. So there is a lot here. Manage my voices, Joey. Oops. By I manage my voices. Back manage my Joey button. And they even went all out. Like there are some voices from acapella that are like children's voices, and I, I think that the children voices are actually meant for like communication apps. But if you really, if you really want a young person to read you a kid story, you can do, you can do that. Uh, so anyway, there's quite a bit. There's quite a so bit. So that here. is called Voice Dream. Yes, voice dream, dream reader. Reader is where, yeah, reader is for reading documents that mm-hmm. you find in Bookshare or that you find um, on, you know, that you find online, a PDF mm-hmm. file. Voice dream scanner is for taking pictures of paper documents and having them read to you. Voice dream writer is a word processor. And actually, one of the features it has that's really neat, really neat, is it has a proofreading mode and so it'll tell you about capitals if it finds if it finds a homonym it will spell it when it gets to it um you can turn on full proofreading mode and it will it will you know read you every (laughs) 
kind of proofreading thing you might want. Um, and that apparently is really good for education as well. So he just has a lot of neat things going on. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Thank you. All right. It is about a minute till. Thank you guys for coming along. Um, and if you, again, if you have topic ideas that you would like, uh, you can write to community at acb.org, put technology learning lab in the subject line. That's important. So Cindy knows it's for me and uh, she will will forward those on and uh, I will continue to find interesting things to talk about and um, we will see you next time. Perfect. Thank you, Sean. No problem. Thank you, Jeanette.